Hey Mystics, you're listening to What's the Brew with Lily Moon. This podcast is dedicated to sharing brew that uplifts the collective's ascension, discussing all things spirituality and pure magic. This podcast is sponsored by Mystic Moon Medicine. Mystic Moon Medicine is my labor of love to the world where I offer intuitive readings of astrology and tarot, share the magic of ancestral tools for healing thy tides through the apothecary and botanica. This week's brew includes big Mercury energy, shown through the cosmos, and much more. Now, before I stir, I wanted to highlight exchange. My intention with this podcast is to reach as many beings as possible. Now, as a listener, you can help support this intention by liking episodes, following the podcast, sharing the podcast on social media, and of course, talking about it with other mystics. You can also support by becoming a patron and joining the Mystic Moon Tribe on Patreon. This is an abundance exchange, which allows you to receive exclusive offerings, including weekly personal readings, soul healing courses, and much more. I also want to highlight and mention that because tomorrow is the new moon, I am offering New Moon Reiki Reset which is a collective ritual that you can join, and the exchange is only $11.11. I would tap into the collective's chakras to see what is blocked out of balance, and then with my spirit team, I complete some soul healing to ensure that what you are manifesting for this new moon and going forward for yourself has a clear path to you, and all of those details will be in the show notes. All right, let's begin. So starting with our astro forecast, the new moon in Leo is happening tomorrow on August 18th at 10.41 p.m. and that is Eastern Standard Time. So this is going to be a wonderful time for us. This is one of those new moons that anything that you write down and put some heart and soul into can manifest really quickly and just really beautifully for you. And for those that are manifesting really big things, They may not manifest really quickly, but I promise you when they do manifest, it is going to be so, so, so beautiful. Um, Before I talk about the aspects, I just want to point out that this is happening on the 18th of the eighth month. So we have 818 as a vibrational number. So I'm seeing 88. Um, We just had the Lionsgate portal as well. So this is really interesting for us to see. Um, We are still in the shadow period of the Lionsgate portal. So all of this revelations and understanding and shedding of self that we have done in the past week since we've last discussed um, these things together those things are going to be coming into fruition right now and helping us create a clear picture which i will get into a little bit further um, in the astro forecast so going into this moon in leo um, yes i know leo season is almost over but yes we actually had two new moons in cancers previously and so we only have the one new moon in leo happening a lot later than usual So your mind, heart, and spirit are open for change and are embracing change to come with open arms. This moon brings a breath of fresh air for those of us who have been waiting to exhale for a long time. I know that, you know, summer is, you know, supposed to be this really great time for us to get out and be free and rediscover ourselves in different ways and sort of almost in a way recommit to ourselves. And I know that there has been a lot of intense and really beautiful planetary shifts happening throughout 2020, 
but it has also been really exhausting. So for those of you who have been a lot more affected by those things and you feel like you've been going through your own um, intense personal spiritual growth, this new moon is going to bring you that chance to exhale and allow you to really just feel finally heard by the universe and you know, you'll finally be in a way humbled because the universe is about to show you what true blessings look like and what it means when dreams come true. And we can thank Mars that is trying to the moon, sun, and uh, the north node as well is sextile to Mars, Mercury, and the moon and the sun. And Mars is also trying to um, the moon. So there is a lot going on with Mars energy and the moon and Mercury. Now, the moon will be, of course, in Leo, as will the sun still. Um, Mars is also in Aries. So as we know, trines are when planets and other sources are creating and working in harmony because they are all in the same element, which here is fire. And fire is our passion. Fire is our heart center. Fire is our root chakra. It's our solar plexus. It's our sacral chakra in a way as well. So a lot of creation, a lot of passion is a lot of intensity is going to be happening right now. Now with the North Node sextile to Mars, Mercury, the moon and the sun, this is going to be really great for us to really get a sense of, okay, what am I seeing for my future right now? How has that changed over the last few months? You know, we've just also come out of eclipse season from July. And I know that seems like a long time ago, but that was literally just last month, you guys. <laughs> we just came out of eclipse season last month, um, about a month and a half ago, which really isn't a lot of time. So how has your vision for yourself changed and shifted? And how are you ensuring that you are embracing that for yourself rather than trying to be um, you know, maybe a little stubborn and a little bit scared of the unknown, perhaps, because it requires you to surrender and you no longer have control. And so instead of embracing the unknown, instead of embracing these potential new paths, which can guide you and lead you to your highest excitement, we may be wanting to plant ourselves in these other paths that we feel like we know best when that is not always true. Okay. Now, Venus will be sextile to Uranus. And um, there will be also a trine to Neptune with Venus. And so what I'm seeing with this aspect of the new moon is us really telling ourselves, I am ready to receive change. I believe in the positive change and the rebirth of myself. I embrace the reality that I am creating. And y'all can write those down. Those are some beautiful mantras. Um, I believe that those are really powerful to say to ourselves. We just came out of the full moon in Aquarius as well. So that is that Uranus energy. Now Uranus is in Taurus. So Uranus um, and making a sextile to Venus is beautiful because that is just double Venetian energy, which I absolutely love. And Venus making a sextile to Neptune, I mean, can it really get any better than that? We have the planet of, of fertility and love and creation and life working in harmony with Neptune, who is you know, our subconscious and our conscious is everything about us. And we are creating this beautiful blend of our own um, with these planets that are making these beautiful aspects with each other. Now, 
There is going to be some friction, however, um, with Mars because Mars is going to be square to Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. And um, although this is a little bit of friction, this can actually be used for us to encourage ourselves to stay in alignment by being disciplined, okay? As we know, Saturn is all about routine and staying on track. If you know any Capricorns, shout out to the Capricorns. Um, you are always on track with your things. And because there is that square to Mars with Saturn, I'm going to tell everybody right now, um, Capricorns and even Aquariuses and the Aries, you will feel some aggression towards others, but ensure that you are breathing out during this time, okay? Um, so these planets, though, because there is that square, instead of us seeing it as a challenge, we're going to use this friction, which is more heat. We already have all the planets working in sextiles and trines in the element of fire. So this friction of Mars squared to Saturn is really great as well. <clears throat> sorry, square to Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto um, is really great as well to help us with that. Now, we will face some rounds of tests right after manifesting these huge intentions, okay? These new moons are so beautiful, and we are so, so lucky to even have this sort of magic coming through for 2020, and it is the last piece of exhale and rest and peace we're going to see for 2020 before shit goes sideways again. So really manifest with all your heart's desire, you guys, about what it is that you want to see for the rest of the year moving forward, but also for the next year as well, okay? It's not too early to plant seeds and think of ideas that can blossom for next year. Not everything that you were manifesting for a moon cycle or for a new moon is going to take place during that moon cycle. That is not realistic, Things take time. Everything in nature has its own pattern and system, okay? So as we are going through this new moon and as we have gone through our rituals, whatever that looks like for you, um, there is going to be a round of tests coming through. It is going to pop the fuck off, all right? So the universe will be putting our favorite self-destructive triggers in front of us um, as a way to see if we will fall back into old habits and patterns, which will keep us in the old vibration. Um, so actually, pausing there for a moment, I this theme, I was actually, see, I, I saw this theme of myself in one of my client's readings. I, I completed a transit reading for a client and I could already see that this new moon was going to be bringing this individual um, some tests to do with triggers and I can see this happening with others as well. So really ensuring that you are reviewing your own chart and seeing how these trends will affect you. If you'd like to know what that would look like for you, you know where to find us to book your own transit reading to see how this new moon is going to affect you. Now, just because the new moon is happening at 10.41 p.m. tomorrow does not mean that all these aspects are going to disappear the next day. No, these are going to affect you still throughout the moon cycle and moving forward. All right. So that will be something that's going to be brought upon us to see how we react. Um, now, however, Mars is sextile to the North Node, which will continue to drive us forward. So Mars being in Aries, the North Node is in Gemini, and we are really just 
in this necessary need to drive ourselves forward and bring in all aspects of ourselves, okay, the light and the shadow side. Instead of running away from it, we're bringing it with us and saying, no, sweetheart, get in the seat, we're going, we're going shopping, okay? So really putting our hearts on the line and pouring all all of our efforts into our actions in order to secure the future we are manifesting and really by staying focused you guys and really working well with that Saturn pattern right there um, is going to be really 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 important because we can get sidetracked of course when triggers and tests come along but as soon as you recognize it as something that you've seen before and remembering how it made you feel before it's not about avoiding the previous feeling but it's about it's about avoiding repeating the same cycle. What is the point of that? Are you looking to evolve? Or are you looking to repeat things? Hmm? If you're looking to evolve, this is the time to show it to the universe. The universe wants to see that you are ready for it. Now, this is also going to be a really great shift for those of us who are mystics and light and shadow workers as well. And I'm saying light and shadow workers because you can't have one without the other, of course. And I'm saying this because Jupiter will be trying to Uranus and sextile to Neptune. So this is going to be really great for meditation, divination work especially, so maybe even getting a reading done for those of you who, you know, are curious. Um, meditation will also be really helpful for everyone in general to get a really clear vision on what it is that you are creating and ensuring that it is aligned with the divine's plan for you. Because as I was saying before, sometimes we put ourselves on these paths that we see as four of wands energy. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. How could it get any better than this? I am so happy. I am celebrating. I am so full of joy and love and gratitude. But yet the universe is sitting there is sitting there with the Empress card in its hand and the Wheel of Fortune card in its hand and the Ten of Pentacles card in its hand. And we're sitting there with our four of wands thinking this is what this is the best that we can get. <laughs> so really uh, sitting with yourselves and meditating for a long time, I would say, maybe a little bit longer than a 10 minute meditation, go a little bit deeper, you know, challenge yourself to go a little bit deeper in your meditation and see what you really pour out um, into yourself when you are within your subconscious and see what that really looks like for you. Because I promise you, it's going to be a little bit different. And it might even frighten you because you're going to be really shook about um, this vision of self coming coming to fruition even in your mind but embrace it because that was given to you for a reason that vision in that meditation in that moment was given to you for a reason it is time for you to step into your excellence rise into your excellence okay all right now I do also want to point out during this new moon that we need to be aware of overspending um, during this shift. And I say this because Venus is opposite to Jupiter. So if you are investing, make sure that you are reading the fine print and are investing in things that will provide a long-term solution, okay? And ensure that they support and uplift you in this moon cycle plus what you are manifesting. You cannot carry your old habits from these previous vibrations of a lower version of self into this into this future you cannot it will not work you can bring parts of it like the wisdom that you've gained from the lessons you have learned from that lower vibration of self but that is all you bring okay so ensure that you are investing in things and when i'm talking about overspending that does not just mean financial abundance either 
That also means your presence with people, okay? Venus opposite to Jupiter, what are you receiving and how is it making you feel? And I say feel because Jupiter is that Pisces energy, okay? Jupiter ruled Pisces before we found Neptune, before we discovered Neptune. So how is it making you feel? How is it affecting your aura? How is what you're pouring out and what you're trying to manifest and what you're receiving is affecting your overall person, your overall bigger plan, the bigger picture, because Jupiter energy. Okay, so really ensure that you are being really careful with your spending. And um, yeah, just make sure that you're not overspending, of course, in the financial 3D sense as well, because there can be some potential, um, you know, security glitches and such like that. So be very, very, very mindful of that. All right. Okay, so moving on. We have a couple of other things to talk about from the astro forecast. So Mercury is going into Virgo as of August 20th at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, just a few weeks ago, I was talking about Mercury in Leo, I know, but now Mercury is in Virgo. And so at the time of this shift, Mercury is going to be in the third house which is ruled by Gemini, which is the other zodiac sign that Mercury rules. Now, again, Mercury is all about our communication, our written communication, how we speak, how we think. And also because of the Gemini aspect, it's also about our interactions with other people and how we can study ourselves through the act of other people and being surrounded by other people because of that mirroring image. So heightened connection for soulmates and those we are very close to and have deep soul connections with that is going to be a really huge um, highlight for this shift, okay? There's going to be a lot of deep soul connections happening at this time. Now, there is also going to be shadow work coming up, of course. You know, how do you think? How do you communicate? How are you thinking and how are you communicating and how are they different? How do these things, you know, how do you think and communicate about yourself? Do you tell yourself, oh, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I should have known better. Are you practicing safe self-talk? How are you communicating about others? How do you think about others and how do you think about yourself? And how do you communicate to the divine? And how do you think of the divine? And how are those different from how you think of yourself? And this is really important, you guys, because remembering that we are divine beings having these human experiences, okay? If you are listening to this, you are probably one of those beings and you've probably felt like you've been here a few times and you definitely have. And with that being said, you carry a lot of (laughs) star clusterfuck dust within you and you have a lot of stories, not just one story, you've got lots of stories. But sometimes the story changes and You tell yourself old stories rather than allowing yourself to have new ones. And you forget that you're a divine being having a human experience. And when we talk about the divine, we talk about our deities that we work with and and spirit, whether that's in nature or what have you. Um, We forget that those high vibrational words that we are saying into the divine, we are also to say to ourselves. Like the idea of our, our higher self. In the Ifa tradition, which is a tradition that I practice, it is an African traditional religious spiritual practice, 
we have this idea of ori, which is your higher self. And it's this idea and we are taught and under and to understand that your ori is the one that is truly in charge and is the most important that you are to um, appease and keep in high spirits. And there's something really, I think, beautiful about that. But um, I'm not going to get into all that right now. But you get the point. Okay? Now, also thinking about and remembering that the words that you speak and think and write, are they in alignment with the actions that you reflect? So when you're writing all these beautiful I am, I am, I am mantras, are you just writing them down? Or are you really putting those into action? Do your words reflect your actions? How do you show up in your social circles versus how you show up for yourself? Virgo season is coming up, so there is no distractions to be had, you guys. Virgo season is no joke. I don't know about you guys. I mean, if you're a Virgo or a Mercury placement, you probably are breezing through Virgo season. But for me, a Venetian, Virgo season is... Um, <laughs> a Libra, it can be hard. I'm a Libra with, with, with other, with other really intense other crap in my chart, but that's not the point. V- Virgo season is about getting your shit together in general. Virgos are known about get, having their shit together. Well, usually, um, but, uh, it's a time really to recreate ourselves, you know, back to school, Uh, fall is almost on the way. All these things are changing and we're preparing for change. Virgo season is about preparing for that change. Okay. So there is to be no distractions, no distractions, cut off the dead ends and move yourself in spaces that uplift and support your growth. New connections and networking will be also taking place because of this placement of Mercury going into Virgo, which I think is really amazing. And these new beings that you are meeting um, can be beneficial for future projects and will perhaps even motivate you to keep moving forward. So you could be meeting people who, you know, are in spaces that you feel that you thrive in and that you can really be yourself in and you walk away feeling so good and your heart center feels, it feels really, really good as well in those spaces. And these, it's because these beings plus yourselves are, you know, you're, you're, you're mingling and your energy is mingling and it's working in harmony like the planets. Those spaces are is what's going to ensure that you stay in alignment and are ensuring that you stay within your routine and stay um, on the path to your destiny. Because when you are, are around beings that, you know, vibrate at the same frequency as you or higher, it makes you want to do the same. And it's not because you're trying to compete, but it's more so because you are seeing a reflection of yourself and it makes you feel good and you want to continue to feel good. So you continue to repeat those patterns that you have just seen from other people. When Mercury is in one of its own home signs, we tend to be very um, easily influenced by other people and the people around us. And so with Mercury going into Virgo and sitting in the third house when it does, This is literally Mercury doing what it does best, which is mimicking. (laughs) And we can use that to our advantage by ensuring we are surrounded by people who um, mimic the divine, mimic our future, mimic our destiny, mimic the vision of self that we see and continue to do that moving forward. Okay, now moving on, uh, the last thing I want to talk about for the astro forecast is the fact that Virgo season 
is coming and what to expect with that. So Virgo season will be starting as of August 22nd, which I believe is next week's Saturn's Day. But I want to kind of give you guys a quick little um, tea on that as well on what you can expect. If you heard that noise, that was my knee popping because I just um, flexed my legs out because they needed to move a little bit. Anywho, some things that I am seeing for Virgo season, what to expect. I'm seeing a lot of environmental laws and such in the headlines coming up and will be talked about a lot. Um, lots of divine connections are happening now, especially for romantic kinships, unions, and even new ones coming in. So really true, like true, true deep love, like, whoa, uh, Romeo, Juliet, Midsummer's Night's Dream kind of love. Um Intense headlines as well are coming up, and if we're not careful, we can fall into the trap. So the one that keeps you distracted on the outside world for too long, and because of this, and we are under the Virgo sun, your mindset shifting and spiraling can affect your own surroundings even more so than usual. Because again, what does Mercury do? It mimics. You will want to mimic the chaos you are seeing in the headlines. Not literally, but seeing all this talk about death and chaos and you know, hurricanes, that's going to create a hurricane in your brain. So making sure that you are um, unplugging and doing what you need to do to keep yourself on the right track. Now, I'm not saying to not stay aware. Um, if you need to stay aware, do so. Um, personally, I don't even <laughs> watch the news and I still know what's going on. And that's just because I find my news a different way than what others are probably used to. Um, and that's actually a good thing because it's trash. Um, if you don't know that already, then hello, wake up. Hi, how are you? Um, so yeah, Virgo season is going to be really interesting. Um, so this new moon is really important for us to really kind of get those seeds planted. Not in a rushed way. You still have time. Again, it is happening tomorrow. Virgo season is happening in the next few days. And so... As we are, you know, continuing to stay focused with our routines and there will be some things around us that could uh, distract us, really ensuring that we stay focused and keeping our anchor. Okay, so remembering that square I was talking about with Mars to Saturn um, and Pluto and Jupiter, that's going to be really um, intense for us and it's going to be a test for us to also remember what our anchors are that keep us within control and make us feel like we're in control even though we absolutely are not. So if that's you knowing that you wake up every day and you journal and you write things that you're grateful for, then looking forward to that and continuing to do that is your anchor and it will keep you moving forward. It seems silly and really simple, but you guys, we are about to be entering, like I said before, big Mercury energy season. <laughs> so... Yes, writing is very important and seeing things is really important because what you see and what you digest into your mind is going to create um, different images, which can, of course, affect what you are writing down and manifesting for yourself. Okay. All right. So that is all I have to say for the astro forecast. Now, I also want to talk about um, something I'm calling the journey and curse of self-doubt and how it can slow down your ascension and block your magic. Okay, 
self-doubt is something that we, I can say a lot of us have as a common denominator and demon that we all have to fight over and over and over again. Um, I know that for myself personally, I definitely have moments where I can struggle with self-doubt. And let me tell you, it is the most nastiest, most disgusting, most sad, most self-sabotaging shit show I have ever seen in my entire life. It is a trap like no other and we do it to ourselves and it can be really, really, really damn nasty. So how do we get through that? Well, it takes a lot of freaking climbing of mountains and crossing rivers or attempting to cross rivers and drowning by accident and having to get up and (laughs) resurrect yourself and try again. It's a lot. Now, I'm going to share with you guys um, my story of coming out of the broom closet and how me staying in the broom closet for so long really kept me blocked from certain things. Um, so I have always been able and have been speaking to spirit for many years, um, for over 20 years now, I have been able to see and speak to spirit and I, you know, my whole family, same thing, all of us really same thing. Um, a lot of us, especially on my paternal side, we all have this gift of sight and it's extremely powerful. And it can be a lot sometimes, but because it is so powerful um, over the years, I've always just kept it as this thing in the closet that I was ashamed of. And because it always seemed too crystal clear, like the picture was too clear for it to actually be true. And yet every single time something would happen that I had seen, it happened exactly this way I would see it exactly the way I would see it. And what would happen? I would just tell myself, oh, well, that was just a one-off. And I would just ignore and take my L in silence. And, you know, there goes that. And I did this for (laughs) years, 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 years. And there are even moments now where, you know, I'll see something, I'll have a vision, I'll have a premonition. And I see them even more clear than before and it'll happen within hours or days or whatever or within a moon cycle and I will tell, uh, I'll be speaking to a a soul sister or what have you and speaking about it and, you know, they always have to kind of remind me and say, Loli, well, duh, of course that happened. Did we not speak about this a few days ago? And it's just goes to show you how much more of a reminder it is and how much we have to remind ourselves to, um, you know, not self-doubt ourselves and not block out our intuition, especially those of us who are um, mystics or, you know, you know, starseeds, what have you, etc., who have these strong gifts. And you know if you have them and you probably doubt them too. But let me tell you, it is blocking a lot of your magic. Um, and sometimes this can happen a lot because we are surrounded by people that, um, help us tell ourselves those old tales, you know, 
I know for a fact that I have definitely been surrounded by individuals that, you know, allowed me to play this part that I kept telling myself was good enough and I was okay with and I was satisfied with when that wasn't really the case. And um, it was really just because I was comfortable there. And self-doubt is also where comfort can live and thrive because we can tell ourselves that, oh, well, you know, um, I don't really need to do XYZ because I already have ABC. Why would I need XYZ? I have all that I need here. And no, that's not really meant for me. And no, no, I, I can't even have XYZ. How could I even have XYZ when I have ABC? Not even knowing that both of those are of the alphabet and you can have it all. Okay? And so really ensuring that, um, you know, you, you do what you can to talk yourself out of these old tales. And again, it's not easy, but it really... It, your, your future really depends on it, especially if you are someone who you know, a witch even, hello, witches, um, where the things that you speak come into fruition. If you're speaking self-doubt, what do you think is going to happen when you're thinking self-doubt? Do you not think that it's just as powerful? Mercury season is upon us very soon. We are going to be reminded of how powerful our words are. But remember that that is not just the words that you speak out loud, but they are the internal words you tell yourselves too. So if you continuously to tell yourself internally these negative things and these old stories, then those old stories will continue to manifest into your reality. Because as above, so below. It will never be anything more than that because that is all that you've been telling yourself. And... For me, I, you know, I eventually um, found my way and found myself and went through yoga teacher training back in 2018 and uh, it really (laughs) catapulted my spiritual ascension and really helped me dig deep into who I truly was and who was I mimicking out to the universe and showing to the universe and um it was uh it was hard and you know i had to cut some ties and there was definitely a really huge sacrifice in all that that happened but that's what every blessing requires and it was one of the best decisions i've ever made and because of that journey i have been able to and am and am able to speak confidently you know about myself and my place in this whole crazy shingding called life Um, and it changes but instead of me trying to hold on to that change I let it go and I embrace it because that is what life is it is literally temporarily so when we think about that you can kind of let go of all the other aspects of self-doubt and telling yourselves that you can't and just see and try what happens um but it does take work, but I really want you guys to think about what self-doubt means to you and how self-doubt plays a part in you. And even though you you might not be telling yourselves verbally out loud things that are nasty, again, if you're thinking them, even just low key, it's still manifesting because yes, witch, you are that goddamn powerful. When are you going to fucking get it? You are that fucking powerful. 
okay? And for those of you who are like, oh, well, I don't have a psychic abilities. I don't care. You're powerful too. You are powerful too. You have life source in you too. You too are also made of clusterfucks from the damn stars. So yes, you are also that powerful. You don't have to be walking around calling yourself a witch to have that power. Okay? This is not just for the light workers and people call themselves that. That is for you too. And perhaps you are self-doubting yourself so much that instead of calling yourselves a healer and someone with intuitive gifts, you tell yourself you're not powerful and you continue to stay the weakest link. You ever think of that? Hmm? No, probably not. So think about that (laughs) and let it simmer. Uh, Yeah, that was a little harsh, guys. I know, but it's true and you know it. And for those of you that felt that, it was for you and you're very welcome. Okay. So again, knowing when to um, disconnect in order to reconnect. So sometimes self-doubt can manifest, and I do this a lot to myself, is manifesting by, you know, spending too much time on social media. And because we are in go or going into Mercury season, I should say, we will want to spend more time looking at and studying people because it's about communication. And that's totally okay. However, we're in a fucking pandemic still. <laughs> so we ain't going nowhere. Besides Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, if you're, you know, still into that shit. So you're looking at people through your screen probably all day, every day, more so than you are interacting with real human beings who are not hiding behind a caption, but are, you know, having, you're having a full on human experience versus a damn photograph with them. And by looking at just these photos and captions, we tell ourselves these stories and we think we know these people and they could be your best friend. It could be your damn mom posting these things. And we tell ourselves and we think that we know what's truly going on behind the lens and that's not really true. And what happens is we create and conjure up this nasty, 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 nasty curse upon ourselves of comparison, which is what? The thief of joy. And we cannot have any of that. No, no, no. No, sa. We cannot have no joy take away from, from us like that. No, 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 no. We can't. All right? So really ensuring that you um, understand this. Now, this brings me back to one of the last things I want to talk about, and that is the fact that you are the altar. So when you're going to these metaphysical stores and you're buying your mala beads and you're buying your crystals and your your waist beads and your your wands and your tarot cards and your oils and your candles and everything else, just remember that you are the altar itself and all these other things are just tools And they create an extension of you to help you manifest more of yourself into the universe, to take up more space, okay? Now, that being said, are these tools helpful? Yes, absolutely. Could you imagine the power of celestial things and things coming from the earth, like crystals, things that carry all this beautiful, you know, energy from the earth? 
that was created under a special moment under the stars and using your intentions that are created under a specific moment under the stars as well and setting intentions with these things anointing these things with special herbs and oils and lighting special candles with these things yes these are all beautiful things these are all extensions of you when you are purchasing your candles from the botanica you are putting those you are putting the magic into those things are they are, is there magic in those things you damn right there is if you're buying from my botanica at least absolutely there's goddamn magic in that shit yes i am putting my own magic into it however when you purchase that and you put your words into it and you can shift your understanding that you are the altar itself and that everything that you speak comes into existence and will thrive through those already anointed things that are enhanced for you it just makes the waves more easier for you to ride and continue as well okay so when i'm saying that you are the altar i'm not just talking in a magical sense either okay if you are the altar what does that mean it means taking care of thyself it means having a routine for thyself we go to our altars to do what? To give thanks to our ancestors, to uplift our honorable ancestors, the seen ones and the unseen ones. We go to our altars for the divine. We create altars for deities and those that we work with. We create altars in nature. And what are those altars? They are considered sacred spaces. Beloved, you are a sacred space too. What offerings are you bringing to yourself? How are you keeping yourself clean? How are you purging yourself and cleansing yourself? What mantras, what prayers do you say to yourself in your own sacred altar and within your own space to tell yourself that you are a divine being and remembering that? When you start to shift that understanding and that thinking of yourself, you really start to elevate, you guys, like so, so, so much. So for those of you who might look at me and think like, oh my gosh, she's so confident. And oh my gosh, like, no, like, I mean, yes, yes, true. But it takes a lot of work to do all that. Even just doing this takes work. Do you know how much self-love and talk has to go into throwing yourself out there into the universe and onto a platform like this to, to talk more to strangers? It takes a lot. It doesn't happen overnight, though. But it takes self-love talk, safe self-talk, and it takes reminders that I too am the altar and walking in that understanding and belief every single day with confidence. Now, what can help us do those things? Well, we have our ancestral antidote that can help us with those things. Um, so the ancestors have really kept it really simple and are actually helping us ensure that we're kind of going back to some basics and back into some earthly things and really working with more earthly elements, which I think is wonderful and also mercury elements. So one of those things was journaling. And, uh, this is something that I have also started myself a lot more and I have really started to see already a crazy shift in myself, in my own mood, and just in my connection with all things around me within the elements. And it has been absolutely wonderful and beautiful. And I'm so, so blessed. So journaling, okay, making that a, a daily thing. 
um, writing mantras for yourself, writing down what you're grateful for, saying thank you for things that you have received and obtained, whether they've come true or not, writing those things down, or even just writing about your day, or just write, you know, about the weather outside, write that you see the sun outside if you do, or if you don't, then write that you don't, if you have nothing else to say. But writing and journaling is really, really great and is really going to help us, they have been saying, for this week. We also have rest, okay? So this new moon in Leo, it's going to bring a lot of intense energy, so much beautiful energy. It's going to be quite the shift. Oh my goodness, you guys, we are in for a treat. I am so excited for Virgo season, honestly. Like, I'm so excited for you guys to see what's to come. But there's going to be a lot coming. So rest is really important too. If you're feeling more sleepy and you're feeling like you want to take more naps, then do that. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Rest. If you need to take time off and you can book some vacation time, do that and rest. But rest is a calling for the collective right now for this week. We also have some crystals that have been highlighted to us by the ancestors, including lapis lazuli which is known for working the throat chakra and keeping us focused and aligned and ensuring that we have a clear mindset when we are doing our work and it helps us make decisions. So Libras, hi, it can be good for you. Uh, We also have Rose Quartz that is also being highlighted for us. So if you're looking to open up your heart center and work more with the heart chakra for the new moon in Leo, then definitely grab some Rose Quartz. And as we move more and more and more into Mercury season, aka Virgo season, and while Mercury is also going to be in Virgo, um, I also want to highlight, and they want me to highlight, was the High Priestess Tincture, which is a tincture that you can find in Mystic Medicine's Apothecary, and it is made with wonderful herbs, including chamomile and lemon balm and lavender to really help keep your mind at ease and removing thoughts and feelings of anxiousness and stress, which can be really heightened when we are in the season of Mercury. And uh, that is coming up really soon. So those are our antidotes that the ancestors have anointed us with for this week. Um, That concludes the end of this episode, you guys. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, One last thing I want to mention was the fact that I am also opening up a new segment I like to try out with you guys called Dear Miss Moon. So Dear Miss Moon is going to be a segment where I will be answering listeners' questions. Um, I will be giving you guys a private uh, identity. I'm not going to use your real name, of course. I'll just probably call you by your zodiac sign and that's it. And uh, yeah, and so I will be using the tarot cards and the chart of the day or whatever spirit pulls me to at the time to answer your question and do a quick little channeling for you. So go ahead and send us either an email or DM us on Instagram and send us your questions, okay? So I am going to leave you guys and send you lots of raw mare and ashe. And I will talk to you soon.